Welcome to Investa, a podcast series devoted to conversations with Vesta associates and clients to help all business owners make better decisions. Hosted by Brad Saunders, Director of Strategy and Coaching at Vesta. Hello and welcome to Vesta's Investa. Um, today's topic is taxes. Uh, today I have Josh Tabeast with us uh, to help us understand. He's a tax service line leader and shareholder here at Vesta. Welcome, Josh. Thanks for having me, Brad. No problem. No problem. So before we jump right into the to- topic, I want to give you just a quick chance to help us understand maybe a little bit more about you. What's your background? Yeah, so I started out at a uh, national firm down in Milwaukee and kind of threw me into the fire, you could say, right from the get-go. So um, slowly worked my career down into a smaller firm um, throughout the state and then landed here at Vesta five years ago. And so it's been really good in that I've been able to develop a uh, an understanding and a, and a knowledge and a comfort level with some really big things um, before working with the clients that we have now. So as our clients continue to grow, as we grow as a firm, whatever whatever comes our way, we should be ready to go. Yeah, that's good. So they, they, they tell us you're the tax line leader. Maybe tell me what that means exactly. Sure. Yeah. So tax service line, my role in that regard is to look forward into the future and see what the market is holding, what the economic landscape of the accounting profession looks like in regards to tax. And so whether we want to change technology, we want to change some staffing, we want to change some areas of specialty, um, how we train our staff, that's, that's what I'm looking into the future. And then on a day-to-day basis, we also want to make sure that we have good partners coming around us, right? So as a smaller firm, we don't have expertise in all the areas that are encompassing in the tax world. So I'm building relationships with some of those people that are in the community and across the country that, that have that expertise that we don't. So when our clients have those situations, we can say, yep, we can help you. It's not going to be us, but I'm going to pick up the phone and talk to this person and we're going to get you helped. Okay, good. Sounds like we got the right guy for that position then. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you. Sure. Um, obviously, everybody knows tax season is like right around the corner here. Um, presuming you already started uh, doing some of that work. But, Absolutely. Um, up to this point, I know we we get information in regards to preparing for that. So what's, what's coming up? What, what, what do you think is something we should pay attention to? Yeah, so there's a couple things going on at the time that we're filming this, right? So the biggest thing is there's an unpassed bill working its way through the Senate. Um, we also got some changes to some funding potentially to the IRS. So it's, it's, and then we also got some changes coming up in the future um, if Congress doesn't act after the next presidential election. So not a whole lot in terms of, yep, okay, right away, but we're looking into the future to say, all right, what's, what's Congress going to do? Okay, that sounds good. Another um, topic that we've heard a lot about is um, maybe child tax credit that, that I've mm-hmm. heard um, several times recently on some of the broadcasting I'm listening to. Help us understand that a little bit. Yeah, so that's in, in the bill that's currently sitting with the Senate. Um, so it, it would be an expansion in terms of what gets refunded to the individual taxpayers. Um, so we're waiting to see what goes on there. There's also a couple other provisions in that bill that reflect um, deductions for our business taxpayers and some of the individual taxpayers that own businesses as well. So um, to put it into perspective, we've got about 2,000 family groups that have um, returns with us. And so some of these deductions can range up into the millions of dollars, which is over a million dollars in tax when we look at the bottom line. So. Sure. Sitting uncertain right now is um, not great. Um, means that we have to just kind of hold tight and do the best that we can. But we've planned for current law as it sits, so this is potentially going to be some gravy and some extra deductions that are, that are going to be nice for our taxpayers if it comes through. 
Yeah, it sounds like there's a plenty of uncertainty, and uh, it seems like in the last few years, at least, there has been significant uncertainty. But um, you, you mentioned the word planning. I know we had Sean on in the past mm -hmm. and talked about planning. So are you continuing to plan, and are, are, what are our clients doing? Yeah, so planning is most definitely a year-round process. I think we have a bigger push for it in the fall and towards the end of the year. Most of the taxpayers in the country are calendar year, so December 31 is when we got to make sure we have everything done. So that's a bigger time of year, but this time of year we can we can still most definitely do some things. So early in January, I met with somebody who's looking to retire at some point this year. So what do we put into place now while they're still working? What can we do once they hit that retirement button and say, nope, I'm no longer employed? So we have that. We have clients that are looking to exit. We have clients that are looking to buy. So. We do tax planning in those regards as well, and that, as we know, is, is throughout the year. Sure, sure, for sure. Um, you talked a little bit about some le maybe legislative changes, IRS changes. Um, what is that going to mean to us as taxpayers? Yeah, so on the IRS funding side of things, um, taking a cut to their proposed increase, I think is unfortunately going to hurt taxpayers more than it's going to help. So I know the big talk is about, okay, all these new agents and we're gonna have all these more audits, but when you actually talk with the IRS, you look at what that funding is for, a lot of it is for customer service. Mm. And so we know um, COVID didn't help that. We know that as baby boomers are retiring, there's a lot of those at the IRS. Um, it was to replace them, so the funding is used for that. So we'll have to see what happens. Obviously, the, the talk in the political landscape is that, yeah, it's gonna cut back on the audits, but. As practitioners, we want good service for us so that we can help our clients the best. And, and even those people that say, yep, okay, you go ahead and give the IRS a call because you feel comfortable doing it, they're not getting great service. So that's, that's unfortunately where we think we're gonna see some of the hit. Yeah, and again, I'm, I'm not a CPA, but as a longtime business owner, you know, cutting, tax, or cutting expenses always seem to be the thing, but that may not just be exactly the case here. Yeah, so again, it's the IRS I think has been severely underfunded and, and um, way back in when I was in college, I did a, my thesis on that as well and that we properly fund the IRS, service is gonna be better, we're gonna close that tax gap, um, but I, I can definitely see where people don't want the funding so that they don't have that risk of audit. Um, and unfortunately, I think all of our clients shouldn't have that risk of audit anyways. Um, yes, the tax code can be gray, um, and we can try and be beneficial in that gray space, but we're not gonna push anything where we're not comfortable and our clients are uncomfortable and we're clearly outside the bounds of the law. So sure. um, more agents in our eyes isn't gonna necessarily be a bad thing either. Sure, right, better service for everybody. Absolutely. It sounds like to me. Um, makes a lot of sense, and I, obviously we don't wanna get political here, but there is some things I think taxpayers have to understand, and one of those I know personally is records retention, right? And sure. that's, a, um, that's a big subject and seems to have some uh, um, changing targets once in a while, but if we can, we got a little bit of time here, maybe we can just help understand that a little bit for our clients. Yeah, so it's a question that comes up as bookkeepers change or as people look to scale back their business or they look to go digital, right, in terms of what they have to keep. Uh, and so as a member of the AICPA, uh, we look to their guidance. We also look to the IRS because sometimes things are changing. Uh, so the, the standard case is the statute of limitations for the IRS is three years. The statute for the state is four years. If you have some egregious issues, whether or not you tell us or um, you've had prior accountants or prior issues, that could be six or seven years. Um, then there's also some records that say, nope, we gotta keep these for perpetuity um, until the business is shut down and then you hold it for a period of time after that. So with 
constant changes like that, we're always going back to, we're sending our clients out to check the AICPAs, check the IRS's website, um, speak with their bank. There's, there's a couple different places that, depending on what you're doing, what the records are for, and who the records are gonna potentially need to be looked at, they all have different requirements. So there's a lot there, but to be clear, isn't that the taxpayer's responsibility to understand that too? Yeah, ultimately, yep. And so in, in the tax space, everything ultimately is gonna fall on the taxpayer, but we're gonna do everything we can in our power to make sure that they're complying within the bounds of that. And so we, we try and be their advisor and, and keep them in, in clean paths as best we can. Sure, sure. Well, the burning question, what are tax rates gonna be for my 2023 income, different? No, so 2023 should be good. We had inflationary increases um, from 20 th for 22 to 23, we'll have inflationary increases again. Um, probably saw some bigger jumps, uh, potential, hopefully in people's income we saw some bigger jumps, but also some bigger jumps in terms of what the, the bracket ranges were. So in terms of what the actual marginal rates are, those aren't changing. Those are gonna change potentially in a couple of years down the road. Okay, so that all makes sense, and I think that leads back to what we talked about earlier. Plan ahead, make sure you plan. Um, don't just rely on somebody to, to take the information you have and turn it into a tax return. So looking ahead, I, I appreciate you sharing that with. Um, is there, what kind of help in regards to that is, does Vesta put out in helping us prepare? Yeah, so this year, not a lot, because we know that there's a lot of uncertainty still with the presidential election. So yeah. as it currently sits, uh, current brackets are slated to change starting 1-1-2026. And so what that means is we have essentially a full year's worth of presidential and congressional elections this fall and for them to potentially put some changes into place. So what we'll do starting this summer and then heading into the next year is say, yep, okay, let's plan for not having anything happen and therefore everyone's going to see a, a two to 4% marginal increase mm -hmm. in their rates come 2026. So let's start planning for that. Um, and then if they happen to say, nope, okay, let's keep them in place or let's make some changes, that's gonna be to the benefit of the taxpayer. So we'd rather prepare for the worst and start early. And then if things um, work out in everybody's favor for the American public, that's great. Sure, sure, that make, makes a lot of sense. I, I assume there's a lot of information we just talked about there, but. <laughs> I have to assume there's um, help numbers here, people we can call within the organization that can help our clients or, or non-clients understand that better? Yeah, absolutely. Anyone on our, on our staff is, is aware of what's taking place and has helped with planning this past year. So um, even if they can't answer the question themselves, we're gonna be able to find somebody who can and, and we've got a great team of tax people here that can help. Sure, sure. Well, I, I thank you very much. There's a lot there, obviously, to unpack. But um, as we proceed uh, into tax season, our clients should be prepared to uh, take calls, answer questions if there are any. We'll reach out. But ultimately, if there are any questions, it sounds like we've got people here that can also help with that. So thank you very much for joining me today. Um, I do appreciate it. Uh, and just to be clear, I think tax planning is, is still our superpower. We talk about it here every mm -hmm. once in a while. Um, that isn't just a fall thing. As Josh just mentioned, we're, we're constantly planning with clients right now. So, so keep, up the, keep up the interest in, in working with us. Appreciate your time. Absolutely. Josh. Thanks, Brad. Thank you for listening to Investa. Be sure to subscribe and join us every month for guests sharing new insights on accounting, wealth, and advisory for your business success. You've been listening to Investa.